0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Hannah, season 1 episode 8, it is called U-Tracks, it is the season finale so full spoilers for the episode as always, and indeed full spoilers for the the whole season now, uh, so we can talk about it in whole. Uh, but this episode, uh, Hannah and Eric are together, he actually is honest with her, like more than he's ever been, he pulls out the, the, the report of the, the candidates yeah, it's and says, like, hey look, at all, there are all these girls that are there. And it's Hannah who makes the choice. And I think one of the things that's impressive about her character throughout this show is that while she is kind of this, you know, fish out of water and while she is kind of like experiencing things for the first time, she's got very strong convictions. It doesn't take her long after seeing this to turn around and say, we're going to get them out, and that's what we're doing, and you will not argue with me, Eric.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it says a lot about how he was raising her, doesn't it?
0: Because obviously, you know, while she was completely alone and cut off from society, she didn't just get those morals from nowhere. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um. So yeah. So we have this big assault on the the tracks base, uh, and the one girl that we did kind of get to know, uh, two four nine, uh, who was it? Carla? That her name turned out to be. Carly, maybe. I can't remember. Damn it. name. Two four nine. She's two four nine for now. Next season, we'll come in strong with with her real name. Yeah. When when it matters more. Uh, yeah. Uh. So it turns out that she wasn't the one who ended up fighting Hannah. She's the 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 one who actually ends up. Going with Hannah. Helping, Every, yeah. everyone else. Everyone else is so disciplined. I almost said that guy kind the of there. Everyone else, uh, everyone else goes with. Uh, a, you know, there's, there's a lot more of them than I thought. There is, yeah, they've got tons of them. Uh, yeah, because Sawyer's not dead. Sawyer's, Sawyer's dead by the end of the episode. Yeah,
1: but... I, I was a little disappointed in the fact that he wasn't dead in the episode. Just not even because I dislike him that much, more just because it felt like he died in that moment last episode, and then here he was just, ah, oh, it's just a bit beaten up. I'm
0: fine with it just because, like, I like his ending in this. I, I like him, Yeah, long know.
1: term, it's obviously not important. Um, I just felt like uh, it undercut the moment from last episode a little bit, because, you know, when he showed up and he was alive, I was like, oh, that's weird. I, I-, I got to knock off some points for all the-, all the praise I was heaping on the action <laughs> last episode, because <laughs> now it wasn't as clear as I thought.
0: One thing wasn't as clear. Yeah, but it was the the grand finale to the to the action scene. I don't think he was definitely dead last episode, though. To be fair, I don't think that was like why. He I mean, got we from talked it. about how he was next to a car exploding and went flying. It went flying. That's not necessarily dead. Not
1: a TV show. That's not necessarily a death. Ugh, I know, but it <laughs> felt like a death with it with the scene.
0: So I was disappointed. In a movie or a TV show, that is like. Like, it's not real-world logic, I'm just saying that in a movie and a TV show, I expect people to get up from that. <laughs> it's kind of like how in movies and TV shows, people can get punched in the head and be knocked out, kind of reliably, without any lasting defects. <laughs> hey, you don't know they don't have lasting defects.
1: We just don't see them long enough to, to, to understand that.
0: Oh, that's what We had. we, had the, we the old folks home, uh, like, Expendables, where, like, everyone who's been knocked out in these movies, like, teams up, and they're, they're all in hospital, because they all have, like... <laughs> Conditions. Yeah, yeah
1: you, you don't know that that doesn't happen.
0: <laughs> so the yeah, the they take a little detour to see uh, Hannah's mother's grave because it's nearby, yeah. uh, and they have kind of a sweet moment there. Uh, and everything with Eric in this episode, like if if we weren't convinced that he was dying before the ending, uh, before. Like, every single time he looked at his wound, every single time that the music came in, it was like, like that, he, yeah, okay." he knows he's dying, he's lying to her about it as much as he can, but he knows he's on his way out, and he wants to do this far before he goes. That's, yeah. That was the kind of feeling of it. So, I mean, I probably cared more about Eric in this episode than I ever have, which is good, because it's, you know, it's where he has his death. So it's presumably when you need to care about him the most, right? Yeah, but, you know, given that he was kind of, like, maybe hit or miss a little bit throughout the show, it was nice to kind of give a shit just before yeah, he goes. Yeah, I agree with that. It has a bit of a, will wouldn't quite call it a redemption, but maybe shows kind of his truer side, perhaps, towards the end. Yeah, it's not really a redemption, because you were never really against
1: him. He, he was never villainous, right? He, yeah. It was always uh, kind of survival, and it was always for Hannah, for the most part. So, um, yeah, more more just a little bit more genuine.
0: Yeah, because it, it the one thing that was frustrating about him was how he never would tell her anything. It was always frustrating yeah. that he would just not tell the truth about where she was from. And she kind of uncovered stuff herself and he confirmed it last episode. But this episode, like I say, when he pulls out that bit of paper at the starts that no, all cards are on the table now. He's not he's not holding back. Yeah, it's it's different from, you know, him just confirming things
1: that she already knows to yeah. actually just giving her new information. It's it's um, it's a different level.
0: Yeah, so and there's this fun stuff where yeah, two four nine does have this like good super hearing. She she can she can hear like, the doctor, you know, across in this other part of the building. It's you know it's, it's kind of like you know it's one of the like the other pod, right? You know, because we talked yeah. about how it was like four pods last episode. She's looking across from a window. It's a good fifty feet, something like that, until this window, and he's behind that closed window, and she's hearing like the opening of the bottle, the clanking of the the glass, yeah, and yeah. like she's hearing everything.
1: I said it really played like Superman hearing.
0: They really did, uh, and it, and I'm looking forward to season two and how they use this because she does survive and she's out with Hannah. She's kind of like Hannah's one partner now. Uh, yeah, I gone. I
1: suspect that she will be training Hannah, uh, like Eric trained Hannah in in sense of um, basics, right? And you know survivability, you know, and all that stuff, and
0: she'll teach Hannah in the more. nuance in the abilities i guess bizarrely i think it's going to be a a, an equal relationship in terms of teaching oh yeah she'll teach him her
1: about the you know the world and society a bit and and you know surviving outside of utrax
0: and maybe even languages we don't know if they're training them with languages necessarily in the base like like eric i would suspect yes just because you know i feel like
1: this organization would want to just be able to drop them wherever
0: you would think so, uh but, you know, maybe it was different languages, maybe it's language's I've not gotten to yet, I don't know be, <laughs> I'm just yeah. no. I'm just I feel like they're gonna have a lot to offer each other in terms of experience. oh yeah, I'm sure, yeah. 'cause then, I mean like the final shot of the episode is them walking holding hands like into the forest, and that's where we started. We started in a forest, yeah, uh, so it's it's got this cyclical kind of feeling to it, uh but all the all the action when they get into the the base and uh you know jumping over the fence and Hannah's like jumping down from the tree and attacking the guys and. Uh, and they're go- going through the building it's very confident confidence in its direction but like hannah's very confident and that makes it kind of like it, it always feels that like she's taking the lead and eric's just kind of following her charge and yeah. that's, that, yeah. that's that, that feels good it, it feels like no he's trusting her to do it just make yeah.
1: the choices no, I agree. Yeah. uh you, you mentioned the direction there in in the action uh i think it's interesting that the the first you know half the season so we kept saying yeah the action's good but the, it felt slightly off there were some mm. weird edits here or there or just there was often just something kind of taking away from it Um, I, f- I think these last two episodes finally kind of nailed it Uh, the action was pretty excellent
0: yeah I, w- I wonder if that's just a case of them finding their, their feet with the yeah. action or was it almost an intentional thing where it feels kind of off at first but as they get more confident in the, the characters yeah the- um if it's intentional it's a weird choice because it just felt a bit off but yeah it's a weird cho- i can
1: understand the logic of the choice but i don't think i like the choice yeah uh
0: and yeah so so like sire shows shows up and makes them makes all the trainees evacuate uh one does die because she does attack eric and it's actually 249 who takes her out but the rest of them all go hannah does acknowledge that they're all they're all female there's no there's no boys at this thing uh I I think I said this last time, but I'd probably speculate that it's something to do with genetics, and like, the, the enhancements only took uh... Yeah. A, uh, unless there's like a boy camp somewhere. <laughs> like,
1: you know. There could be, like I said, we know it's genetic and mutations, I wonder if it's on a chromosomal level, because that's
0: the, the big obvious dis- difference, right? Well, it seems like everyone involved, like, everything always happened when the, the mother was still pregnant with them. That's like where they started doing treatments. Mm. That's the, that's the impression I'm getting. Um, yeah. Not not that obviously a mother can't pass something to her son because of course she can. But I, I wonder if that's also a big part of it, uh, is
1: yeah, I wonder if it's a, a side effect because obviously you know you know all uh, fetuses they start essentially as as female right and then mm. develop in, into male as they go on. You know some of them. That's that's you know but half of Well, half give or take. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, that's that's essentially the reason men have nipples because they just
0: they started it and it's like, oh, I don't need those anymore. <laughs> too late.
1: That—that's—that—that that, that was not reason. a
0: sentence I was expected on this last review of Hannah. That's why men have nipples, <laughs> right? But no, but that's essentially the reason. It's, ah, it's too late. Well, you got them now.
1: Uh, I'm wondering if if whatever they're doing genetically in the experiment kind of stops that process of okay, no, there's no chance they can develop in, into it.
0: Uh, I would only dispute that in the sense that I felt like Hannah's mother was further along. Then I would, you know, I'd expect that if it if was going to be. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I is feel like, cho- choosing girls. I think so. I think they're, you know, they I think they're making their choices on candidates based on when they're at the point where they can actually tell what this, the the gender mm. is before they Could be,
1: yeah. before they give birth. And that begs the question of, okay, why are they choosing girls more specific? because like, it's a choice then rather than a side effect.
0: Yeah, which is why I'm thinking maybe they tried it with boys and it just didn't work. Uh, Could be, yeah, and that's just just the simple reason why. Here's a question: uh, Why is two four nine different? Why has she got self uh, self uh... self awareness? Self awareness, yeah, you go. That was yeah, what
1: I was um, yeah, she because it's it's um, she still understands the pull of all the the commands. The brainwashing just didn't quite take with her, maybe, or you know, she kind of managed to to kind of break free of the brainwashing
0: a little bit. I wonder if that's something we delve into in season two. Is like, is there something different about her parents maybe that give her this? Is it, okay, yeah. is it just a, a by chance thing? Is it, it, yeah. I can
1: see it being by chance. Uh, just you know, okay, we have got that many people. Yeah. Um. The the guys there are constantly saying, "No, no, we don't want to leave them on their own because we're not we're not a hundred percent sure that this will take right." Yeah. Um they they're constantly warning them, don't just leave them, don't leave them unattended, we need to be giving them orders, we need to be reinforcing this constantly. It, so it, it could be just
0: a case of it could, they yeah, it weren't could, fully conditioned. It could be that the rest of them might have eventually done the same thing as her, but they just needed an extra day or two yes, or whatever exactly. to get there. Yeah. Um no, That's uh no, it's interesting. I, I like her having like an ally like this, but I also like that we now know there's an army of evil Hannas that yeah. are, that are going to cause problems because it yeah. means that because until now Hannah typically when she gets into a fight with like a, a room full of armed guards has an easy time of it. Like it feels like no nothing can beat her. But you put a, a whole army of her <laughs> in a room, yeah. <laughs> then we're in a fight. Maybe better trained hers and better trained hers. Yeah. Um, so Joe, Joe, obviously
1: we we never watched the movie i mean you mm. you said you've seen some of it right i saw the first like 20 30 minutes of so it yeah. a long time ago I, I i'm fascinated is this kind of where the movie ended because i can see that as the end of a movie right okay you no, know, we do the utrecht space we, we free what we can and and you go off into the sunset and, you know not into the sunset you know this at the end of the with the forest right okay you no, know, they go off and that's that yeah that's a solid ending to a movie
0: yeah, I mean, again, it's almost pointless speculating because people watching this review or listening to it will know the ending of the movie. But I could almost equally see it being without the Utrecht space stuff, but it still kind of ends with the father dying and being buried at the grave of the mother. I can still see that being at the end of the movie. Yeah, it feel I feel like a lot of these beats
1: are the end of movie beats, which interests me because maybe I'm completely wrong, but it feels like to me season two is maybe kind of off track, like post movie. Hmm. Um. I don't know. Some, someone can
0: let us know if we didn't already pass into that already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you yeah, know, I'm. Uh, I think the show, like we talked the last episode, we had a, had a lot, of, a bit of a law in the middle, right? But I feel like the the sort of upswing back for the last couple of episodes is probably the strongest part of the show.
1: Yes, I agree. I think these last couple are stronger than the first couple, um for
0: sure. Yeah, which is exciting to get it at season two. It feels like okay, the show's becoming what it wants to be. Like, you know, that this was the origin story, and we're now now we're here where, okay, and, you know, we have to talk about Marissa, and, like, she she shows up and saves Hannah and crew. She, you know, she, she shoots Sawyer, uh, which, of course, she clearly wants to do. And then afterwards, she, like, calls, you know, I'll, I'll refer to it as the Amanda Waller until we actually know who this is, but she she calls her and says, oh, no, like, uh, Sawyer's dead, they got away, uh, I'm here, though, and it's... It seems like she she's positioned herself to get back onto the, the like she's going to be in charge of the U tracks and all the all the recruits now, right? That's what she's. I expect we're going to start season two with her being in that position, having sort of wrangled her way in from here. Uh, yeah, I assume we're going to play with the
1: whole. <clears throat> okay, is she actually kind of on their side, or is she, or is this all just a bit part of a, you know a larger ploy to to get her back in power?
0: Yeah, that, that's kind of you know where I left with her, and I think my instinct right now is that she does care about Hannah. And yep. she does actually want to help them, um. So I, I guess the question is: is like, is she taking the the control of the, of the of the of the project to ensure that she has some say into treating these people properly for, for noble reasons? For noble right. reasons, yeah. Or is this still kind of the heinous side of her where she just wants to be in charge and she just wants to you know her career to be unlocked?
1: Yeah, I mean, my gut instinct was the former mine too and i think it's because um, you could she could have just killed these two girls and still claimed well you know well soy is dead but i'm, I'm here now sorted
0: yeah i think i like the idea of her being there in charge because she wants to try and you know trust herself with keeping an eye on the girls and making sure they're being treated well and maybe give them freedom eventually uh, but also i like the idea of her actually being a sort of uneasy ally to hannah that hannah will call upon and she will help her from the inside kind of thing yeah I could totally see that being a thing. That, that's what I would expect to happen in season two. Yeah. Um, uh, so, no, I'm excited about that, because I I, I I am excited that it was Marissa who survived and we get to do more story with over Eric. I think that was the right choice. No, I get it. It was the the more obvious
1: choice, for sure. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I kind of love how they steal a coach. Uh, so that when they break out all the I mean they wouldn't have even fit in that coach when we saw how many there was but to, to their credit they only had one bit of paper that had like eight candidates on it so they thought they were covered <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Turn, turned out there was more like like 40 or 50 but <laughs> yeah there was quite a few uh, but I I appreciate that no I like this finale quite a bit actually I, I thought it no me too and i think because it was kind of structured like a movie it did have this benefit of just being the big final act as one episode yeah yeah like i said there's there's pros and cons to that right
1: you know it suffered in the middle yeah but it had a really strong ending because of those
0: things yeah the last two are really good yeah. Um And, you know, the actual ending where, like, you know, 249 helps her dig the grave for Eric is is, is kind of sweet, and you know, they yeah. refuse to leave him behind. Because I, I almost second-guessed myself when they actually pick him up and start leaving with him, I was like, oh, is he actually going to survive somehow? And he doesn't, and but it was yeah. like, no, we're not leaving him behind. We're going to take him somewhere and bury him next to... Because Hannah's trying to get to the hospital, and he's like, just put me next to her. Put, put me next to your yeah. mother. Uh, and that's what she does Uh, I like the idea of the uh, the the grave digger walking through the cemetery the next day and be like where the hell's this come from I didn't didn't dig that grave (laughs) I'm not going to ask questions too much paperwork too much paperwork yeah yeah not my problem
1: (laughs) I think um, it's safe to say this is the best Amazon show we've covered so far is that including Homecoming Mm. it's hard to compare Homecoming with a lot of them because it's such a different
0: beast um it is a different beast. I, I would still say Homecoming is the best Amazon show, but I think this is the second best. That's fair. Maybe maybe soon to be dethroned, though. Well, Nicholas Wendy Referent and Raffin. Yeah. Ed Brubaker are coming in hot next month. Yep, just a couple of weeks away, right? Yep. Too old to die uh, young. Uh, if you enjoy us covering Amazon shows as well, there's another big one coming next month. I'm trying to find a
1: date so that it's the 14th.
0: Sounds about right. Fourteenth. Yep, there you go. Fourteenth of June. So we'll start we'll, covering we'll that here. show. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, it was it was it was a good show. Good finale. Um, it was. Well, it, uh, this has been renewed, hasn't it? Oh yeah, it was renewed like yeah. like a month ago or something like that now. Yeah, it was very early, very quickly. it got renewed. I think. Yeah, uh, and then of course there's the the big action scene and the the training grounds where there's just like you know SWAT dudes coming in from every side and. Uh, yeah, 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 Hannah and two four nine are just doing their thing, uh, looking pretty. It's a lot good. of fun. Yeah. Also, it's kind of funny to me how th- this show is almost treated like that tracksuit she's wearing as like a, as her superhero suit because she didn't have it for like all you know until the last episode. And then she picked it, and it. was kind of like a moment out of it, and now she's running around in all this badass shit in this tracksuit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Like like last time someone showed up with the in the car and you know yeah. pulled out the you know the the, the gun, and just started blasting into them, and then you know obviously this episode. Yeah. So
0: maybe we'll see that track sort of stick I, around. But...
1: That's that's something else I noticed actually. Um you know, I spoke last episode about the, the music on the action sequence. Mm. It did it again in this one. And I feel like it wasn't doing that earlier in the season, being set to a you know, a song like that. It was where it, it was more, you know, actual score. Whereas these were set to uh like backing songs.
0: Yeah, it's almost like they're saying that now she's so confident that it's kinda cool. Like it wasn't cool before. Now it's yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that helped with the flow and the edit quite a lot. Yeah, probably um, with
1: having the music. Um, yeah, you know, it just uh, it feels very different to the fight scenes earlier on. Um, but I, I, they were more fun. Yeah,
0: that was good. Uh, so that was the that is the Hannah season season finale. So. Uh, let us know what you thought of it in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel everything we do here, head over to patreon.com slash TV. We can support us for as little as $1 per month. Get some bonuses, get some early stuff. And just, you know, otherwise, uh, keep keep the lights on. But um uh, probably worth mentioning, if you listen to the audio feed of this, uh, there's also a Netflix Reviews audio feed, uh, which has been quiet for like a month now, because it just depends when things are coming out. But we're about to have, like, Black Mirror and then... Uh, dark, dark, strange Stranger, and Stranger things. things all hitting. So if you're if you're interested in those Netflix shows, uh, go check out that audio feed, uh, or just stay in the YouTube channel because everything's there. Uh, but otherwise, so. Thank you once again for watching, listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got anything on?